Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Celtics tonight presented by Lexus continues from TD Garden. That's right, from where? From TD Garden for the first time in two weeks. Celtics back on their home floor, but our conversation with the head coach remains the same. Brought to you by Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare. Making healthcare work better. I don't know what to do when we're not beginning by talking about an injury. Yeah, that's this is, nice, I, huh? this is really the first time in. I'm trying to remember the last time you had the same injury, suspension, you know, dislocated fingers, whatever, missing the bus. The first time I can remember, you've had the same lineup going in that you knew you were going to have it. Yeah, it's good to have. I uh, got to practice with it and play a game, and now we're playing another game. Uh, it's a trend for the second half. I can feel it. Really? Yeah. That's optimism. Well, it's you eternal have to optimism. It's, that's it's, that's why I like being hanging out with you because <laughs> yeah. the optimism just oozes out. Uh, well, there was optimism in the first quarter last night. Yeah. You, you got to practice, uh, as you said, on Monday in Cleveland. Was Some of the things that you did in practice on Monday, is that what we saw in the yeah, first quarter? Yeah, it was great. The ball movement was, was, was fantastic. The floor was spaced. Uh, we had guys cutting, and then we went back into our turnover mode, and uh, I thought that changed the game. I thought it changed the spirit of the game because – it's one of the things we talked about, and I thought our guys were doing a pretty good job. And, and then all of a sudden it changed, and I thought uh, guys really got dispirited because they, you know, it, it, it told you one thing that's good. They want to do well, and when, they, when it wasn't going well for them, uh, it affected them. You mean as opposed to teams that will check out when things aren't going well? Exactly, yes. All right, points in the paint last night. That was something that we saw. We saw Kevin Garnett as one example, making a concerted effort to get to get in deeper to catch, and we haven't seen a lot of nights where the, that particular category you dominate. Yeah, it was a, uh, a point of emphasis as well in practice and for that game uh, especially. And, and the same thing tonight. I mean, we have to do what we did tonight offensively again. Avery's, even given what he did to Jameer Nelson that night, was that his best game last night? Yeah, I thought it was his best total game. Yes. I, I think what Avery's had before last night was he's had some great defensive games. I mean, legendary defensive games at his position. Last night he did both. You know, listen, neither one of them, Avery or Rondell guarded uh, Curry extremely well. He's pretty good. Uh, but what Avery did was he made it more difficult for Curry to score and more difficult for their team to get into their stuff. And more importantly, he knocked down open shots and he cut uh, when he was supposed to cut and he made plays. That was huge. That's what I was kind of wanting to get to because it seemed we're starting to see the things. When the game slows down a little bit, it slowed down. from Defensively, he was always going to do what, what he could do when he's finally figured out how to use those skills. But last night, there were a couple of moments. You could see the game offensively just going a little slower for him. And we talked about that split second making all the difference in the world. That yeah. was really encouraging. And he's comfortable. He knows where guys are going to be now. And uh, – so he's very comfortable in that. Trade season in the NBA, Max and I have been talking about it. It basically begins at midnight, essentially the way the season is set up. When you were playing, were there times at the trade deadline that your name was sort of prominently mentioned? It wasn't good enough. It? wasn't good enough, so no. <laughs> uh, honestly, the only time that I have uh, I can remember ever even being in a trade talk was the, the year before I was traded. Uh, right before the deadline, there were some rumors that uh, the Hawks were going to break up the team, and uh, me and Dominique were the, the two guys that 
um, you know, had value. And I was smart enough to know, well, that means me. <laughs> Dominique's going nowhere. And so I got that, but it didn't really affect me. Is there, uh, is there ever that. a time, as a coach then, is there ever a time where it is something you address with a player or it's 100% on their own to deal with it? Yeah, there's times. I mean, when it, it gets so heated in the talks, uh, I mean, when you hear about not only the talks but what's in the trade and how close they are, uh, that affects players. And some players you leave alone. Uh, some players you talk to. Ray last year, um, you know, we really never had a big talk about it. Um, you know, but some guys we will. Is there a is there a situation? Is it different now because everything between Twitter and Facebook and MySpace and every other possible social media outlet, there are and agents. There are th- and agents who are you know obviously heavily involved. Is it? harder now or is it easier to say things are just a rumor because literally the percentage of things that are made up is much greater now well i don't know uh it's it's harder um now because some of the rumors are just silly you know i'm not going to get into what the rumor was but there was a rumor uh three or four weeks ago that i can tell you was never talked about and i saw it on espn I, i heard people talking about it i was asked questions about it and i was thinking wow it's amazing. Uh, I can guarantee you it hadn't been approached. No one had talked about it in our organization, yet it's news now that it's a trade that we're considering, and I thought that that was completely unfair. All right, real quick on the Bucks, and obviously you know what you're getting when it's Scott Skiles' team on the other side, <clears throat> but the one player that nobody – they're going to know the name. If they don't know Ursan Ilyasova before tonight, fans listening are going to know it because he is not only no, – let's hope not. Have <laughs> All right, well, that, boy, the optimism is just pouring yeah, off of you right yeah. now. He is the kind of player, the year that he is having, that has given you problems. Yeah, energy player. Athletic, uh, relentless. Uh, he relentlessly attacks the rim. He had a big tip in last night. Uh, that's just who he is. And he's kind, he's still young. I think what people forget about him, they think this guy has been around. 24. Like 27 or 8 or 9. And he's, uh, I thought, 23, so 24. I mean, he's still a very young basketball player. It's nice to be 24, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't remember. 26 years ago. That's the head coach. It's the Celtics. It's the Milwaukee Bucks. And it's next on the WEEI Celtics Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.